Andra moyenne pe moussa polytropon, posma la polla planche, epeitroyes hieron ptoliethrone perse. Talk to me, muse, of the resourceful man who wandered wondrous far once he had sacked the sacred town of Troy. He saw the cities of many men, and he learned their minds. He suffered many hardships in his heart, struggling at sea to save his own life, and also to bring his comrades safely home. Three, three ships in the old days. They stop in the harbor and the little boats go and take the people on board. Three, one time a week. This is at the monastery at Kathara. I don't know if you've been there. Yes. You have. Very, very old picture. This is a jalopy, you see. <laughs> and how were the roads at the time? Only with uh, dust and rocks everywhere. Yes. Yeah. One of these national days. You see all the children from the school are dressed in their uniforms in the main square. This would be in what year about? This is before the earthquake. Yes. Yeah. Just before. Uh-huh. In the so 50s, we say early, in the 50s. early 50s, because mm. it's in 1953. Ithaca, a rocky island in the Ionian Sea west of the Greek mainland. Longitude, 20 degrees, 40 minutes east. Latitude, 38 degrees, 20 minutes north. Despite being barely 100 square kilometers, this island was the center of the Cephalonian Empire of King Odysseus about 1200 before Christ. Ithaca, a borderland between myth and reality. 270 nautical miles east of the Strait of Messina, 160 nautical miles west of Athens, 600 kilometers south of Sarajevo. They took the child Astyanax, the small ruler of cities, the son of Andromache. They... they slayed him. Was it I? It was not I. But who saw so clearly, with such great cunning, such wisdom, who had the laudable clarity of vision to foretell that this child, should it live, would... They hurled the child from the battlements, and it hit the paving stones in front of the gate with a thud, a piece of meat with life still stirring in it. It was not I who did it. It was war. 
I was in Australia all the 37 years I was there, I've never felt nostalgic for Athens or for any other part of Greece, not that I had been to many places for that matter. I always felt nostalgic for Ithaca. And I think that has something to do with the fact that I spent very happy holidays here as a child in the house, the stone's throw from here, the family house. I didn't come back to Greece for many, many years because of the military regime here and for circumstances. Initially poverty, I was a poor student for a number of years and then uh, when I had the money I, I was blacklisted here because of my politics. I sent my son to Greece. So that was a thought of his, he sent me this uh, tape and of course he brought back my, my nostalgia and that made me cry. And if you read Homer, Ulysses cries all the time. <laughs> you know, he cries. You shall clash with the sun, traveller. The herds of Helios and Thrinacia shall be one of your ways to misery. You shall lose all your comrades and become the very loneliest being on the crust of the earth. Your journey shall always continue. Far into yourself must you travel against your own will. Drop by drop shall you drink all the blood of men and babes that you have spilt, and the taste will not please you. All the bodies that you have broken with lance and sword and arrow and dagger and club and stone shall gush forth their blood upon you. It will burn you, slave of Ares. You shall hide in the bosom of woman and the bosom of legend and the bosom of lies. And when you have forgotten all, a call shall rise from within you and a call shall come to you from without with the memory of it all. You shall be called home when you no longer wish to go there. Such is your fate. Be careful. <laughs> we are on our way to Asti, the city of Odysseus and the place where Homer once taught. Andreas Anagnostatos is our guide. What a view. Beautiful. <laughs> ah. Maybe three, three hundred, four, three, four hundred before crowds. Ah, yes. Now, what is it? Ceramic. Mm. Have a look from, from sea. A shell? Shell. Mm -hmm. Yes. Does it mean that the sea came up to here? Yes. Yeah. Aha. Δεν ξέρω κατά πόσο είναι αλήθεια, πάντως πέρασε ο Όμηρος και από εδώ και εδώ εδίδαξε. Άλλοι πάλι λένε ότι το ανάκτρο του Οδυσσέα, το Άστι, ήταν πάνω στις τολόφους από την Ελλάδα. I don't know how true it is, but this may have been where King Odysseus had his court. All the geographical details mentioned in the Odyssey fit this place. For instance, you can see out across three seas. 
Some scholars say that his palace was on Mount Pilicata. In that case, this would have been his Acropolis, the place for memorials and where they buried their dead. Archaeological excavations would require a lot of money, which we don't have. Last year there were 15 days of excavations and then the money ran out. This is a. There are two rocks. Massive. Oh, yes. They have fallen from the sky. They are not with the ground. Mm. You understand? They are separate from the ground. Yes, how come? No one knows. Zeus. Yeah, you never know. That is Kioni. Before the earthquakes. Nothing becomes the same. Just to ruin things and nothing being built again. The way it was. Θα βγει στον πηγεμό για την Ιθάκη να έφυγε έναν εμακρύς ο δρόμος γεμάτος περιπέτειας, γεμάτος γνώσης τους λεστριγόνας και τους κύκλοπας τον θυμωμένο Ποσειδώνα μη φοβάσαι τέτοια στο δρόμο σου ποτέ σου δεν θα βρεις αν μένει η σκέψη σου υψηλή αν εκλεκτή συγκίνηση στο πνεύμα και το σώμα σου αγγίζει τους λεστριγόνας και τους κύκλοπας τον άγριο Ποσειδώνα δεν θα συναντήσεις αν δεν τους κουβανείς μες την ψυχή σου, αν η ψυχή σου δεν τους στείνει εμπρός σου. When you set sail for Ithaca, pray that the passage is prolonged full of adventure, full of knowledge. The Lestragonians and the Cyclops, the angry Poseidon, you need not fear. You'll never run into their like on your path if your thoughts are uplifting, if an exquisite sensation stirs your spirit and your body. The Lestragonians and the Cyclops, the fierce Poseidon, you will not meet unless you carry them within your soul, unless your soul will set them up before you.
My name is Odysseus. I come from Ithaca. I marched on Troy with the great king Agamemnon, and we conquered it and raised it to the ground. I killed Astyanax, myself or someone else, and it was easy. He weighed nothing. We hurled him from the battlements. Then myself or someone else went down and took him by the leg and beat his head against the paving stones. It was easy. He weighed almost nothing. My name is Odysseus Kostopoulos. My father was Homer. My uncle was Telemachos. My auntie was Penelope. We have three Homers. The first Homer lives in Australia. It's uh, already 32 years old. Then it's my nephew, Homer, and then my son. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, there is no young, no many young people in Ithaca. The ages that we have is from uh, babies up to 18 years, and then from 60 and over. Very few people are dealing in Ithaca. Everybody knows Ithaca, what means Ithaca. Even in, uh, in all the world, you guys, the people, the people who is educated or the people who likes to read, no, they know what is Ithaca. Uh, maybe it's a myth, uh, maybe it's an idea, but they know. Ο επισκέπτης της Ιθάκης είναι πολίτης της Ιθάκης. Every traveler that visits Ithaca is a citizen here. Everything's open. It's work. <laughs> okay. This beauty of this island is something very important for me. And, and it is the thing that uh, holds me here. Really. Uh, many times I, I said to myself, I must live. But to live for a long time, it's okay. But I can. Every year I have to come back. It's something magnet. That happened not to me only, to a lot of people here. If you, uh, even to the strangers, I mean the friends of Ithaca, if somebody comes for once, come again, again, again. Thank you. <laughs> Ithaca is a symbol to arrive somewhere after the adventure of life, to arrive the the the, the calm harbor of Ithaca. <laughs> You know the poem, of course, by Kavafis. Yes, of course. Yeah. Of course, I know. Kavafis never came here. The Ithaca for him, he described, is the, the journey of life. The Lystrigonians and the Cyclops, the fierce Poseidon you will not meet unless you carry them 
within your soul. Να έφυγες έναν εμακρύς ο δρόμος. Πολλά τα καλοκαιρινά πρωιά να είναι που με τι ευχαρίστηση, με τι χαρά θα μπαίνεις σε λιμένας πρωτοειδωμένους. Do pray that the passage is prolonged. That many are the summer mornings when, with what pleasure, with what joy, you will sail into harbors seen for the first time. Stop at Phoenician markets and acquire fine merchandise, mother of pearl and coral, amber and ebony, and sensuous fragrances of every kind, as many sensuous fragrances as possible. Travel to several Egyptian cities to learn and learn much from their scholars. Να σταματήσεις εμπορία φοινικικά και τα καλές πραγμάτιες να αποκτήσεις σεντέφια και κοράλια και χρυμπάρια και έβενους και ειδονικά μυρωδικά κάθε λογής όσο μπορείς πιο άφθονα ειδονικά μυρωδικά. Σε πόλεις αιγυπτιακές πολλές να πας να μάθεις και να μάθεις από τους σπουδασμένους. Sleep grew brighter. He sank into the light, down into woolly clouds and fragrances of clean wool and linen, sank without resistance. The darkness above him was no longer the darkness of fatigue. It was a play instead. He could watch it. In the cloud above him lay war, the long-drawn preparations, the siege, the victory, the invasion and the days of occupation when they sacked and burned everything in Troy. He gazed at it through closed eyelids and heard his own thoughts. It was not I. It was the son of Achilles. It was war. In the war, I was merely one participant. It was not I who was war. He had the twelve servant girls slain, and in this he had the help of his son, of Eumaeus, Felicius, and the mute, the Chryostactus. He had the young women hanged, the bloodied cleaning women, because they had lain with men who had courted his wife. It is not I who am doing this, he thought. Hermes has brought me a message, and I lost myself on the way here. It is the gods acting through me. I will never again love the gods, but I now fear them greatly. 
Καλημέρα. Να, αυτή είναι η πορτούλα. Είναι που σου πάει να τη δει, την πάρει πάνω στου τείχου. Αυτή είναι την άσπρη. Εκεί είναι η μικρούλα. Τι μου ωραία, πάτε να σου κάνει. Πάνω. Τη φτιάχνει μια πόρτα, μπαίνει μέσα τη ράβα. Φέρε και τα καδραράκια και λέει τα σκάρτα. Δεν βγαίνει ο κότσο τη κλίση. Mount Neritos in northern Ithaca is the highest peak on the island. From here we have a wonderful view of Ithaca, the north shore with its little fishing ports, windswept olive trees and wild vegetation. We can see the narrow peninsula which leads to the southern part of the island with its rocky slopes where sheep and goats graze freely, the goats higher up and the sheep down below where the grass is greener. Γεια σου, Σπυρό. Εδώ σου μιλάω, εσύ έχεις το δουλειά αλλού. Ε, καλά, βέβαια, οπωσδήποτε. Καλά, είμαστε όλοι. Μπράβο. Γεια. Everybody's friends. In the village of Exoyi, up on the northern point of Ithaca, the sky is not far above. Here all the winds that blow across the Ionian Sea meet. Here the rundown houses bravely cling to the sides of Mount Exoyi. Only a handful of inhabitants remain today. One of the inhabitants of Exoyi is Maria Kekatos. She keeps the treasury of songs of Ithaca. She remembers the words of all the songs she has ever learned since she was four years old, but she cannot remember what she had for dinner last night. She's 88 years old. We visit Maria with our guide, Dionysos Sikiotis. Young people who love one another should be allowed to decide for themselves whom they want to share their lives with. Rotai, lei se prosexo atrasu opos lei to tragudi 
σε, να καμαρώνει τη λεμονιά, σε πρόσεξε ο άντρα σου. Σε αγαπούσε. Μαγάπαη, μαγάπαη. Έβαλε και τραγούδα κάθε βράδυ. Μαρία's mother did not approve of Maria's choice, but he followed the advice given to a bridegroom in one of Maria's songs. He looked after her with the same solicitude as he cared for the lemon tree in his garden. And every evening he asked her to sing the song about the young fisherman who caught fishes and girls alike. Maria has just been to the doctor. Her heart is as healthy as that of an 18-year-old girl, but she is losing her eyesight. She has never been ill in her whole life, sometimes a bit tired in her back. She has just finished planting a sack of seed potatoes. Her pension does not go very far, but she lives according to the will of God. She is alone now. Her husband died 11 years ago. She has no children, but many nieces and nephews. She loves them all. She isn't lonely at all. She is happy and feels like a queen. Singing is the most important thing in Maria's life. Compared with that, it doesn't matter so much if the wind that blows through her house lifts the carpets off the floor or breaks the occasional window pane. Those are mere trifles of no importance. We are migrants and seafarers. I've always felt a very strong urge for, um, for having a boat, and I have a small boat now. And I, I hope that I'll have a bigger boat. I've got a, an erotic relationship with the sea. I'm in love with the sea. And I suppose it's in, it must be in my genes, although my father's people came from that mountain village and my mother's people from that mountain village, these mountaineers came down to the boats. They lived up there because of pirates. 
they probably were pirates themselves of a sort, you know. Mm. They were sailors and migrants from the way the, from the days of Ulysses. We have a lot of bird life. You know, I gave it. I had a fight here in my hands when I came. I said, no more aerial spraying. It killed all the insect life and all the bird life. So I said, I'm an environmental scientist. Uh, and the peasants nearly were very annoyed at the took this is it. Because it's not only poisoning the birds, it's poisoning your grandchildren. I said, we don't mind. I said, yes, you don't mind, but I do. So we stopped them from uh, doing this aerial spraying. And now there's insects everywhere, as you can see. The bees in the house at the moment, buzzing around. And there's swallows and birds and blackbirds and beautiful chirping in the morning. I reckon that's what life is all about. You go down to Poly where the fishermen are, and you would think they would respect the sea well, you know, and would love the sea. Cigarette butt in the sea. Cellophane from it in the sea. Can of beer in the sea. Άγγελε, βρήκα μια γάτα τώρα στον δρόμο που είμαστε κάτω με το αυτοκίνητο. Είχε χώσει το κεφάλι τη μέσα σε ένα πιχιόνι. Είχε μείνει έτσι. Δεν μπορεί να το βγάλει. Δεν μπορεί να το βγάλει. Δεν μπορεί. Κατέβηκα, την έπεσα από το λαιμό και τη το βγάλα. Κάτι πει να φάει και μπει. Ναι. Και τα τρία εδώ. Όλα καμπάκια πάει. Δεν είναι μαλμένο, δεν κομμάται τη νύχτα για να τα ταΐζουν. Ithaca is strategically positioned. In the old days, the sheltered passage between Ithaca and its neighboring island to the west, Kefalonia, was the natural navigation route southward to Peloponnesus or Alexandria or even to Troy. This was the place whence King Odysseus set sail with his twelve ships, all for the sake of the beauty of Helen of Troy. On the western side of Ithaca, there is really only one sheltered natural harbour, Polis. On the port side of the harbour entrance lies the cave of the Naiabs, a place where, since time immemorial, people have worshipped the demigoddess nymphs and honoured Odysseus. In this place, some 12 or 13 valuable bronze tripods have been found, possibly ancient votive gifts. Odysseus. According to Homer, Odysseus brought 13 tripods home with him from his travels, a gift from Alcinous, the king of Phaeacia. Is this proof that King Odysseus lived here? No, the, uh, the what if thing proves that in the classical times the Greeks believed that this was Ithaca and that Ulysses was a historical figure. And I'll tell you what, I think the, uh, unlike us modern Greeks, the ancient Greeks were clever.
The daughter of Dolius screamed anew, a long-drawn scream which cut like a knife of agony through the house. Beside her lay their child. Whose it was, she no longer cared, but it was her child, the first. She thought the boy had black hair. She thought his smile would be gentle, a man women would like. She wondered whether he had blue eyes like Laertes and Telemachus. She shrieked when the mute Dacryostactus entered carrying a torch and came towards her. He made a sign. He waved at her to get up. He took her by the arm. He pointed to the child, and she understood that she was to bring it with her. Eurycleia, the faithful old nurse, the level-headed old woman, the far-from-wizened one, no, the human woman brimming with hatred, stood in the anteroom and saw the bearded one, the bloodied one, the beloved beyond measure, the one who returns at last, cross the courtyard in the darkness. Was there anything else? He said wearily. I am on a journey. I am about to set out on a journey. Is it over now? The daughter of Dolius, she said. The daughter of Dolius has just given birth to a child. I am on a journey, he said. I wish to sleep. I wish to journey into sleep. I wish to cleanse myself. I do not know the daughter of Dolius. She has done much evil, said Eurycleia. She and her child will do much evil. I am on a journey, he said. I know of no one who has done me any harm, no living being. I know of no child who has done me harm. I will see to it, said the consummatrix, the old nurse. I shall ask the cryostactus to see to it. I believe Madame wishes to see the girl and the child removed from her house, from the world of the pure. I forbid it, he said. It is too late, master she said. He bent forward and looked searchingly into her face. Yes, too late, he said, and I cannot spare the time to think about it. I am about to set out on a journey, a long one, into the west. She shook her head. She smiled dotingly upon him. The journey is at an end, my child. The ships are docked for the winter. I have run a bath for you, master. In Ithaca, everything is on a human scale. As we walk with Aphrodite towards the pen where her husband, Makis, the goat herd, is milking his goats one early morning at dawn, I'm struck by uncertainty for a moment. Who knows if Aphrodite isn't, in fact, Pallas Athene, the bright-eyed daughter of Zeus? And might not the clement morning breezes be the very ones that Odysseus' curious comrades let loose out of Aeolus's bag.
회다. 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 high on the mountain where Aphrodite makes goat's cheese with ancient methods. It is only a stone's throw to the cave where Odysseus swineherd Eumaeus hid his master after his return. Here everything is possible. Today could be yesterday or a day 3,000 years ago. Always keep Ithaca firmly in your mind. Your final destination is the arrival there. But do not hurry the voyage at all. Much better if it lasts for many years and you drop anchor at the island, an old man enriched with what you've gained on the way, without expecting Ithaca to give you riches. Η Ιθάκη έδωσε το ωραίο ταξίδι. Χωρίς αυτήν δεν θα έβγαινε στο δρόμο, αλλά δεν έχει να σε δώσει πια. Κι αν πτωχική τη βρεις, η Ιθάκη δεν σε γέλασε, έτσι σοφός που έγινες με τόση πείρα, ήδη θα το κατάλαβες, οι Ιθάκες, τι σημαίνουν. Ιθάκη gave you the beautiful voyage. You would never have set out but for her. She has nothing to give you any more. And if you find her poor, Ithaca has not deceived you. Wise as you have become with so much experience, you must have understood by now what Ithaca means. If you enjoyed this documentary, you might like to listen to our other Documentary on One productions. Visit rte.ie forward slash doc on one.